Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host, and now I get it. Today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. It's been a while, but I wanted to wait for a special part two of the BTS four-day takeover in Los Angeles. I have brought back my dear friend, Jenny, who attended all four days. Jenny, welcome back to the podcast. I can't wait to hear all about it today. Thank you for having me. Um, I feel like it's been almost exactly a week since we last spoke, or, or actually a bit like about 10 days. Um, and Evelyn, I can tell you, I feel like a changed woman. <laughs> uh, again, as a reminder, this was my first time seeing BTS and I got to see them um, for actually five times in a, in, in a 10 day span. Cause I also got to see them at the AMAs and the four concerts were so, so different. Uh, though the set list was mostly the same with, you know, the exception of two to three different songs each day. Um, it was a cr- completely different experience from the fans to the boys themselves to uh, just the, I think, event logistics as well. You know, before going into the concert experience, I thought that day one would probably leave the most impact on me, but it didn't. I think of the four days, day one was the most underwhelming. And that's on a few different fronts. First, um, that was just the day I had the worst seats. <laughs> so uh, I just had to do that extra zoom on my phone. But also um, the boys themselves said on the second day, once, you know, that first concert had finished was they felt awkward. You know, they, they are performing for the very first time to a live audience in two years. And there's a bit of a learning curve they have to kind of recalibrate and remind themselves that, you know, despite having done, pre-recorded, um, pre-recorded tapings with, you know, no audience in front of them. Like they are performers through Mm -hmm. and through, and they just had to kind of relax that muscle a bit. And so as the days went on, they just got progressively better and better, more comfortable. And they really like relished in, in kind of learning that self, that part of them, um, again, you know, fans also, I think also there's just a lot of new fans that haven't experienced BTS live. And so when it comes to fan chants and um, the different moments that they have kind of coordinated and synchronized uh, cheers, uh, we're, we're a bit off, but you know what, like everyone had fun and, and that's all that really mattered. Um, and Jenny, you mentioned the logistics and operations part of day one versus the other days. That was a stark difference, right? Yeah. So day one was very, very chaotic. Um, you know, it was 30 minutes before the show started. And I would say I could, I could probably confidently say that half the stadium, which is probably around like 30,000 people were still outside. Wow. Um, and so it kind of became a situation of just getting people into the stadium so that, that you know, they could start on time. And, uh, you know, BTS is a, is a group that starts, you know, right on the dot at 7.30. They do not come 30 minutes late. They do not come an hour or an hour late. And so you can just kind of imagine the, the chaos that was day one. But I think as people started uh, really understanding how the stadium uh, was organized, the fans were better about, you know, getting to where they needed to go. Uh, security and the operational coordinators on site also knew where they were kind of lacking so that they could help, you know, patch those up. Okay, so we know day one was the worst, or at least had the most room for improvement, um, was the worst of the best. (laughs) Jenny, which one of the days was your favorite night of the concert? 
I would definitely say it was day four. Um, it was incredibly emotional just knowing that um, it was just kind of the finale to their, mm-hmm. you know, stint in America. Um, and also with news of Omicron, it's just like, oh, there's, it just raises a lot of questions of whether or not they'll be able to do this again. And so they themselves said that like, you know, we're performing this as if it's our last. And at the end, they also brought out Coldplay for their My Universe collaboration. But in general, it was very apparent that the members were incredibly emotional, many of which cried. Um, Did I cry? Yes, I did cry. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for letting us know. (laughs) The light at the end of the tunnel is that they did announce that they would have a concert in Seoul in March of 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, So naturally there's a lot of buzz there, but with you know, COVID, we don't really know what will happen. Well, honestly, Jenny, thank you so much for going through this experience, just so we have a little bit of that to share with the world on Now I Get It. Um, Listen, I know people who attended one concert. I know people who attended a couple, but you are one of the few friends on one hand I can count who attended all four. Um, So thank you for providing and sharing this experience with us. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope that wraps up really neatly uh, the four day stint of BTS in Los Angeles retold through first person accounts by my friend, Jenny. Uh, now next time at the family dinner table, when someone asks, you'll know a little bit more to share about this global pop band BTS. Thanks everyone. And talk to y'all next time. Bye.